Stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, visit www.3cr.org.au. Because we got the alternative energy right. making our free autonomy. And welcome to the Radioactive Show, produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne and heard nationally on the Community Radio Network. Hi, my name's Mara. This episode of the Radioactive Show was recorded and produced on the unceded lands of the Boonwurrung people for 3CR Melbourne. The 22nd of March is World Water Day. It is run by the UN and will be celebrated in an online event. The World Water Day website says that the day celebrates water and raises awareness of the global water crisis and a core focus of the observance is to support the achievement of Sustainable Development Goal 6, Water and Sanitation for All, by 2030. The theme of World Water Day is valuing water. Their website states that the value of water is about much more than its price. Water has enormous and complex value for our households, food, culture, health, education, economics and the integrity of our natural environment. If we overlook any of these values, we risk mismanaging this finite, irreplaceable resource. Sustainable Development Goal 6 is to ensure water and sanitation for all. Without a comprehensive understanding of water's true, multidimensional value, we will be unable to defend this critical resource for the benefit of everyone. Then there will be what the organisers call a high-level opening ceremony on 22nd of March, run by the UN. The Pope is one of the speakers. This is not operating at a grassroots level. It is well known that money is often misspent through aid programs and access to clean drinking water is difficult for many. Ocean water is also under threat, with threats from things such as mining and pollution posing a real threat to people's livelihoods. On this week's Rad Show, we will look at one aspect of water, following on from last week's radioactive show about the 10th anniversary of the Fukushima disaster. Ayumi Fukukasa is the climate change and energy campaigner at Friends of the Earth Japan. Today, we will hear her presentation at the recent webinar presented by Friends of the Earth Melbourne's ACE Nuclear Free Collective. After that, we'll hear an interview with her about the proposal to release radioactive water from Fukushima into the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, thank you for uh, inviting me today, and I really appreciate this opportunity to talk about the issues around nuclear power and uh, what's going on in Fukushima. Uh, before before I uh, talk about the key issues around Fukushima, I just want to share uh, uh, the moment uh, when I experienced uh, the disaster 10 years ago. I was a university student uh, studying in Tokyo, and I felt strong earthquake even in Tokyo. Um, I was in the university building at that time, and I saw the wall uh, cracking and I, I quite remember the horrible sound. I don't know where it came from, but it, it's, like, it's like the land uh, was roaring. And I was living in the dormitory, uh, university dormitory at that time. And professors came to the dormitory uh, telling the students to wear masks or wash clothes uh, when you came back from outside uh, for protection. And I saw many news um, uh, reporting about the meltdown in, on TV, but I, 
I couldn't understand it. Um, we never had, I, I never had kind of was related to nuclear power before. And, and that was me 10 years ago. And at the time, um, the people uh, in Fukushima, a few kilometers radius from the uh, power plants were ordered to evacuate and then it was expanded to 20 kilometers and then uh, expanded more. Uh, for your information, uh, Tokyo is uh, 200 kilometers uh, away from Fukushima. The wider area of uh, East uh, Japan were contaminated. Yeah, and 10 years has passed, but the nuclear accident is not over at all. Um, moreover, um, I mean, I, I think some issues got more complex and difficult. And I'm going to talk about uh, four things today. Um, uh, we are worried about especially um, one, even uh, so many people are still suffering from the consequence of the disaster. The government, uh, Japanese government claims that the crisis is over and the reconstruction has been made. And two, the disaster and the nuclear power destroyed communities and families. And now the affected people are economically and socially isolated. And thirdly, contaminated water and soil are being stockpiled. And in order to reduce the volume of these waste, the government is considering to use this contaminated soil for co construction work or to release this contaminated water into the ocean. And finally, even those difficulties, um, trillions ends are being spent to restart nuclear power plants. I would like to uh, share the word of Mr. Kono, uh, Kono Sumiyo-san. His house was located 10 kilometers away from Fukushima Daiichi, and he evacuated from Namie town. And his, his uh, house was uh, demolished quite recently. And he said, um, the fuko, fuko is the word, uh, a Japanese word meaning uh, recovery or reconstruction. Uh, that is the last thing I want to hear. I don't want to hear words like bonding or recovery. They are not, uh, not words that should be used loosely. Fuko is about things getting back to normal and then standing up and starting again. But there's, there's no such thing as fuko when you can't go back to normal and when you cannot rise up again. So, um, fuko is the word being used by the government as a slogan uh, for Olympics. Uh, the, it was supposed to happen, the Tokyo Olympics was supposed to happen last year, but um, they use uh, reconstruction uh, or recovery from a nuclear uh, accident is kind of symbol for the Olympics, even though there are so many people are suffering and a lot of unsolved issues are there. And this uh, figure shows the returning rate in the affected area. After 2014, uh, the evacuation orders have been lifted one by one. However, people are not returning. And those who returned are mostly elderly people. The percentage shows here is that um, includes the those who relocated to the area uh, for the contamination work, uh, those who are working in the power plants or, or new project in this area. So um, the, even I uh, 
I'm showing this uh, figure. Uh, it says like 28% uh, return, return, but it doesn't really um, show the reality, doesn't reflect the reality at all. And the, the contamination is still going on. Uh, it is uh, true that radiation contamination level in the atmosphere is decreasing, but it doesn't necessarily reflect the reality because air dose will easily affected by the weather. And, but when we look at the soil contamination, um, it is still quite high. Um, it's the, the data is uh, collected by Minna no Data Saito. Uh, it's a student's initiative. Uh, the students are monitoring the contamination. But the government and the municipalities, they only measure air dose. They don't measure uh, soil contamination. So these data are, um, are thanks to the students' initiatives. And as I said, the affected people are economically suffering. Uh, the lifting the evacuation order means that the support for victims are also cut. In the first place, affected people don't get enough compensation. But according to the survey uh, done by Tokyo Metropolitan uh, Government, uh, shows that the monthly household income of uh, evacuees living in Tokyo is quite low. And living in Tokyo is quite expensive. So this really shows how severe their life are. And also the uh, figure on right side is Niigata Prefecture study. The employment situation has been changed quite, um, quite a bit. Uh, people are not employed or non-regular workers number are increased. And to these um, figures are uh, based on Tokyo government um, uh, survey and also Niigata prefecture survey. And the Japanese national government does not do this kind of research. So they don't do, um, how to say, they don't even try to grasp the situation of evacuees. The other, uh, the third thing I uh, mentioned uh, was the, this contaminated water issues. The water, uh, the rainwater and cooling water and groundwater uh, were constantly get contaminated at the site. And TEPCO, uh, Tokyo Electronic Company, uh, treats this um, contaminated water using the machine called ARPUS. And the treated water are in, uh, stored in the tanks and there are already a thousand tanks uh, stored at the site. And the government and TEPCO claim that the water only contains tritium and they technically say it's safe to release into the ocean. However, it turned out that the water um, contains more than that. I mean, uh, the TEPCO said that this water only contains tritium, but it turned out that it water contains um, other radioactive materials such as iodine-19, uh, one to nine or strontium ninety above regulatory level. Um, last year, Greenpeace released a new report. Uh, that report says contaminated water uh, contains dangerous level of carbon fourteen, and it has the potential to damage human DNA. And um, the now what the government and TEPCO saying is that the TEPCO will treat this treated water again and. Um, and uh, will reduce the contaminated level um, to the uh, regulatory level. But um, 
Alpus cannot uh, remove tritium uh, anyway, and the health effect of tritium is contested. So this is also an issue. And lastly, the 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 situation is far from normal, but but the government and the nuclear companies are still eager to restart nuclear power plants. And the recently, um, the newspaper counted that after 2011, electronic companies spent already uh, 5 trillion yen uh, in total to restart nuclear power. Uh, so after 311, some re- safety regulations were changed so that so the companies needed to upgrade upgrade their facilities well but with with that huge ma- uh, amount of money we can do so many other things but they are still wasting money to restart nuclear power station we 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 had big earthquake last month and if we keep running nuclear power the nuclear access may repeat and if even we, if we don't have earthquake there's a lot of risks and injustice associated with nuclear power and the risks and the damage uh, posed onto the local communities and the workers in the uh, nuclear power station, and the nuclear waste that goes to future generations. That's a great injustice of nuclear power. I was, I was so ashamed um, 10 years ago because I, don't, I didn't know anything about nuclear power. I was so ashamed of my ignorance and that's why I joined FOE and started the uh, involvement in the campaign and 10 years after the situation is still quite severe but that's that's why we have to keep saying no to this unjust energy and listen to the voice of people affected by the nuclear accident and stand together. You're listening to The Radioactive Show, broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. We just heard the presentation given by Friends of the Earth Japan Climate Change and Energy Campaigner Ayumi Fukukasa at the recent webinar about the 10th anniversary of the Fukushima disaster presented by Friends of the Earth Melbourne's ACE Nuclear Free Collective. Now, we'll hear an interview with her that delves deeper into the issue of proposed release of radioactive water from Fukushima into the Pacific Ocean. I am Ayumi Fukakusa. I am a climate change and energy campaigner at Friends of the Earth Japan, and we are based in Tokyo, Japan. Um, now, you're working on, um, amongst other things, uh, the, issue, the issues surrounding Fukushima. Can you mm-hmm. tell us um, a bit about the proposal to release the radioactive water into the Pacific? Yeah. So, um, as maybe as uh, many of you already know, that at Fukushima Daiichi, uh, there are uh, lots of water stored, uh, which uh uh, contaminated, and uh, this water is fr- uh, is uh, to cool down the damaged reactor, but also uh, groundwater and rainwater comes and get contaminated every day. And typical uh, Tokyo Electric Power Company uh, says um, they treat these contaminated water using a machine called Alpus to remove radioactive materials in the water uh, from the water and store it in tanks. And the TEPCO and the government said that, that since there are no more space on land to store this water, so they are thinking to release that water into the ocean. That's the, what discussed at the government. 
Wow. And so it, the amount of radioactive water is increasing every day. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, now tell me what your concerns are about this proposal of releasing the water like that. Yeah, uh, there are many. But uh, first of all, the government uh, said that the most radioactive materials other than tritium have been removed from the water. But and, and the government said tritium does not pose serious health risks to people. However, it turned out that the, 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 they call this uh, water treated water because they treat it once. And, but uh, it still contains other radioactive materials such as iodine-129 or strontium-90 uh, above regulatory levels. And last year, I think Greenpeace released a new report that the, the report says contaminated water contains quite dangerous level of carbon-14, and it has the potential uh, damage to human DNA. So uh, this is uh, quite um, alarming and uh, worrying uh, uh, thing. And uh, typical, what they are saying now is that they, they will treat the water again to remove the radioactive materials. Um, but uh, the steel machine cannot remove uh, tritium. And the health effect of tritium is uh, quite contested, I'd say. Uh, expert opinions on the effect of tritium are divided. So mm. I think these are the one of the biggest issues, I think. There are a lot of issues there. Um, <laughs> have you got any ideas of what would be a better solution? I think we before we talk about the solutions, I... Um, what we uh, quite lack, lacked is the transparency. I don't think the government and typical behave, how to say, in a good ways or uh, disclose enough information. Uh, as I said already, typical claims that the water only contains tritium, but that was not true. So, um, and also last year, government um, did uh, hold series of public hearings, but they only invited certain pressure groups and the consumer groups. And people uh, who expressed their opinion at the uh, public hearing were mostly old men or middle-aged men, and students were not invited. So there is no transparency. So that must be uh, changed in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> So um, people with concerns are being excluded and the information mm -hmm. is not very clear or transparent anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that makes so it really hard for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's difficult to people to decide, but if uh, there are other, how to say, alternatives uh, proposed by uh, students groups, um, uh, the, the, the government says uh, that the releasing it into ocean is the... Uh, kind of realistic uh, option, but the, the the assumption, we have to question the assumption first, uh, the government calculates that the land uh, for the storage is not enough and will reach capacity in the summer of uh, 2012, uh, uh, 2022. However, some people, uh, even the uh, government committee's member said that there are um, some areas, uh, the northern part of the uh, Fukushima Daiichi facilities, um, which can be used for the storage. And uh, the NGOs and uh, students groups also are demanding uh, government to consider this uh, land storage options uh, more seriously. I think that is the, the, I think it's definitely a better solution than the one we, uh, that the government is currently uh, Yeah. Discussing. 
And is that because land storage, it would be contained and if it's released into the ocean, then the radioactivity gets dispersed? Is that the, the reason that you prefer the land management? Yeah. Right. Um, so that does sound like a better solution. Um, can you tell me about your work, about the campaign to, to, to make better management happen? What, what, what are you guys at Friends of the Earth Japan doing? Yeah. So... Um... We've uh, we uh, we are doing uh, several petitions uh, to uh, to stop or at least uh, to uh, demand government to consider other options, and there are also uh, international petitions uh, 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 currently running. I can share the link later. Yes, please. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and we also did uh, uh, video interviews of people uh, in Fukushima, uh, especially fisher- fishing communities, uh, what they are uh, thinking about the situation. And we made a, a short video uh, to raise awareness among people and 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 uh, and yeah <laughs> for our campaign. So it's it's in English. Uh, a bit, uh, it's available in English as well. So. Uh, It'd be great if you also can, uh, if you watch the video and uh, circuit it. Um, Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I will put a link to the video and the petition on our website yeah. so all of our Thank listeners can watch the video and sign the petition to say no to the rele- release of water from Fukushima into the Pacific Ocean. Um, so that's two things that people can do to support you in your work. They can sign the petition and watch that short video you've made. Is there anything else um, that people can do to help you? It's been 10 years now. Um, it's a big fight. Yeah, yeah, it's been 10 years. I, I, I just can't believe, but um, the effects still continues and people are suffering from the disaster in many ways but um i think 10 years is it's i think uh quite long for many people and people are getting uh forgetting about the the issues so i think uh please uh don't uh forget and talk about this and FOA Japan also uh, built a bilingual website focused on uh, nuclear uh, disaster. So um, I also would like you to visit our website as well, and I will link, send the link of that website as well. Excellent. That would be really good. Yeah. And then we can help because um, Australia will never forget Fukushima because mm. um, it was some of it was Australian uranium in their, in the, in their mm. reactor. So... We have been trying to stop uranium being mined. We want to leave it in the ground. We want to stop stop it going overseas. And so we in Australia are very sad about what happened um, in Fukushima 10 years ago now. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Um, It's really great to hear your um, perspective and hear about your work um, because you're right there in in the hot spot. Um, So thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks so much to Ayumi Fukakasa for both taking the time to present at the recent webinar about the 10th anniversary of the Fukushima disaster presented by Friends of the Earth Melbourne's ACE Nuclear Free Collective and also for the extra time she took to do an interview. 
Please sign and share the international signature campaign against the discharge of contaminated water and calling for the discontinuation of nuclear power plants now. The campaign was initiated by 311 organisations from 24 countries. The English version is at change.org and is called Japanese Government on the 10th Anniversary of the Fukushima Nuclear Disaster. The short video mentioned by Ayumi was produced by the Fukushima Maruka Project. It's called Fishermen from Fukushima Don't Dump Contaminated Water. We'll post the links on our Facebook page and website. To learn more about the work of FOJAPAN, go to www.fojapan.org. For more information about World Water Day, go to www.worldwaterday.org. Thanks for listening to The Radioactive Show. You can download the podcast of this program at 3cr.org.au slash radioactive. If you'd like to get in contact, you can email us on radioactiveshow.3cr at gmail.com. The Radioactive Show was produced with the support of Friends of the Earth's Ace Nuclear Free Collective for 3CR on the unceded lands of the Bunurung people. It's broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. We'll end today's show with a song by the Japanese Rankin and Dub Ainu Band. It's called You Can't See It and You Can't Smell It Either. It's worth checking out the video just for the English subtitles. I'll put the link on the Facebook page and website. Thanks for listening. And tune in again next week for more news and views on nuclear peace and energy issues. ストタン罪もない子供が工場洗顔初めまして噂のプルトニウム安全神話福島で終わるもう食べられなくなるの作物どこまでいつまで汚染される放射の強い放射の偉い誰も差別しない誰にも負けない放射の強い放射の偉い
ウトラセブンレベルセブンダブアイヌバンドグリーンアイランドソフトバンクハードパンク松ペイキヨシ松ペイヒトシザクマクゴジラモスラポリスコソドロ社長先生マイコマイコハンタモリタケシバツヤスキアタカタサバオシャの強いオシャの偉い誰も差別しない誰にも負けないオシャの怖いオシャのヤバい見えない匂わない誰も逃げられないオシャのくらって死んじゃうなんていやいやよダダ漏れなのに止められないなんていやいやよ生まれてくる子供に恨まれるなんていやいやよ豊かで不健康な暮らしなんていやいやよ放射能で愛が強まるか放射能で賢くなれるか放射能で戦争なくなるか放射能で笑顔がこぼれるか放射能強い放射能偉い誰も差別しない誰にも負けない放射能怖い放射能やばい見えない匂わない誰も逃げられない見えない匂わない誰も逃げられない見えない匂わない誰も逃げられない見えない匂わない誰も逃げられない逃げられない逃げられない逃げられない逃げられないゆっくりや逃げられない逃げられない逃げられない事故ったら逃げられない逃げられない逃げられない逃げられないゆっくりや逃げられない逃げられない逃げられない事故ったら安全だ安全だ安全だ安全だゆっくりや安全だ安全だ安全事故らなきゃ安全だ安全だ安全だ安全だゆっくりや安全だ安全だ安全なくなればなくなればなくなればなくなればか。